When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? So nearly 55 million Americans are expected to travel during the Thanksgiving holiday this year, according to a forecast from AAA. And like half of them are on the 405 right now. Exactly. So this year is expected to be the third busiest year since the agency started tracking the travel for Thanksgiving back in 2000. So most travelers are apparently going to drive to their destinations, and that's you know, as to flying instead. And according to AAA, these are the best and worst times to drive in the L.A. area this weekend. Oh, my God. This is incredible information you're about to give us. I know. It's what you need to know, Cappy. So for tomorrow, they said (laughs) the worst time to drive is between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Avoid that time frame. No way. Come on. Really? And the best time is to leave before 11 a.m. or after 6 p.m. And then as far as the rest of the weekend goes, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday... Worst time in between 4 and 8, and so they're saying the best times are before 11 a.m. and after 8 p.m. So, Oh, my gosh. I, I, I mean, don't know if you're being facetious. No, I'm I not. Just... I'm not at all. I swear to God. True story. <laughs> totally true story. You ready? So today, I'm trying to map out our Thanksgiving tomorrow because we got to drive from South L.A. to Central L.A. So I got to drive from San Diego up to Orange, not not just Orange County, Orange, California. Uh, I'm it's driving a, Orange County tomorrow. You are. Where are you going? Um, to your Belinda, right next to, right near Black Gold. Okay, so I'm going into Orange, just the yeah. town Orange. Okay, yeah. and um, I looked at my GPS. It's an hour and twenty four minute drive. Yeah. So, build in for traffic. I'll call it two hours. I said to Rachel today, we're leaving at 11 a.m. with the goal of getting there by 12.30, 12.45, so that we can leave around 3.30-ish. That's exactly the worst Wait. time for you to be driving. Is exactly. this for tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow, is, um, you should be fine. The bad driving was for Wednesday today. The worst, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m.? No, no, no. Yeah, it's but just, on Thanksgiving just... Day, Lindsay's saying that the, everyone's always driving to their locations between 11 and 3. Because yeah, so I saw something else. I was like, yeah, you should be fine, Kepi. No, but on Thanksgiving Day, those are, I mean, just generally, I, when I've driven around that time, it's always terrible. There's always traffic. So everyone's getting to wherever they're going, to whoever's houses they're going. To, I've picked locally. the two worst times. I said we're going to leave 1045, 11-ish. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're, that's when we're going to leave. And then yeah. to, to return, we're going to yeah. leave it around 3, 3.30. I've picked the worst time to go. And yes. the worst time to possibly return. Oh, God, man, I was stuck in so much traffic last night. It took hours. I can't do this again tomorrow. Well, don't. But I'm going to. Why don't you just leave earlier? Out of this fear, Lindsay Baseball, I'm... it's a great question. You want to know the fear? The fear is this. I leave at 1030. It takes me an hour and a half to get there. Now I'm there at noon rather than 1245. And now I'm sitting around. Like a freaking jerk over here. Like a moron. Right. I don't want to be there that early. Well, yeah, by the way, I don't really care. I'm just going for the ride. I mean, really, I'm just being a supportive boyfriend. That's all. Okay. Nah. Look at you, Cappy. 
You're being yeah. forced. It's okay. So you, you'd rather sit <laughs> in traffic point. than sit around literally, with your Literally family? a gunpoint. You'd rather what? be in traffic than hang out with them, is what you're saying? I don't know. I don't know these people. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't even know them? Oh, George. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, this is a revelation. Is this the first time? Wait, wait, wait. Save this for the... Save this for... Uh, oh, hold okay. on. Let's do the quick six o'clock reset real quick, and then we can do this after real quick. All right, ready? Yeah. Hit the music. Isn't there music for this? Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Because I need to hear do, this. Do, that you, I didn't know this do, part do. of the equation. You didn't know these people. All right, here we go. All right, 6 o'clock reset, biggest stories around. Pat Bev ejected yesterday for shoving DeAndre Ayton, but got praise from his Lakers teammates. Cappy, I don't condone the violence, but I get it. This is what he was brought to do. He's an agitator. He's an instigator, and he's really good at it, and I'm glad he defended his guy, too. I do condone it. Uh, Anthony Davis was standing right there, and he's not the guy to get suspended. Patrick Beverly's the guy that gets suspended. Great move, Pat Bev. Let that guy stand over your man and taunt you like that. Next, AD makes history another monster performance last night. Um, the only person to ever do what he did yesterday with the 37 points or 38 points, uh, 20 over 20 rebounds, five assists, five blocks. The great Bob McAdoo, former Laker as well. Uh, Anthony Davis literally going on a tear that we haven't really seen since Shaq in a Laker uniform. And most of us, again, guilty as charged, forgot that Anthony Davis was this kind of a great player. Seriously, it, it's been two years since he got hurt in that playoff game against Phoenix, and he's never been the same. And in the last four games, he's been a complete beast. Yeah. And by the way, uh, he needs to keep playing like that, is what I would say. Now, I know we have this Dave McMiniman sound from the Hoop Collective podcast with Brian Winhorst. So I, I want to I play that real quick because we've been wondering, Cappy, you and I talked about this on Sedona and Recap, which you can see on YouTube still, on the ESPNLA YouTube, about like, well, what does this mean about the trade market for the Lakers? Well, I do think they add, and I don't think they need, if they could just win a couple of these games, because the schedule is somewhat favorable for a little bit, I think that... You know, they can be buyers, but they don't have to be desperate buyers and they don't have to buy for as much. Clearly, the shooting still stinks, as we noticed in that game yesterday. So I think that's where they need to go. But McMiniman was telling Winhorst that he thinks that there's an actual timeline to when they can actually make a deal. And this one actually makes some sense. Let's listen to Dave. What they hope to have happen is playing 500 ball until December 15th when deals start to potentially open around the league because that's when contracts that were signed this past summer can be traded. And then maybe you can finally make this mythical draft pick trade that's been talked about for months and months and months sometime in late December to mid-January and have that be an additional thrust to the type of basketball you've already established. And if they can add some talent to the mix to a team that if the team believes in themselves, they'll have a chance to be a you know, playing tournament team or like the eighth or seventh seed. So there you go. And so December 15th makes all the sense in the world. Contracts that were signed this offseason can then be used in a deal. And I, you know, that's not that far away. If you think about it, I think it's pathetic. What's pathetic. The notion of trading away those two picks to possibly get into the plan. I mean, seriously, 
This is the LA Lakers. I don't think we're they need to trade about. both picks to get uh, uh, to get in the play-in, but they may need to trade one of them. Think about if your ambition and your goal is: What do you guys want to do this year? What do you guys want to set out to accomplish? You know what we really want to do? We want to get into the play-in. Well, God, that would here, be awesome. Here's where I will well, I will push back a little bit: is that the West? No one's really running away with it. The Sacramento Kings are the third seed right now. Dude, the Sacramento Kings are ten and six, pal. I get it, but they're the third seed. Do you trust them in a playoff series? I Not don't. Not really. Not really. There you go. So that's kind of my point. The Utah Jazz are the two seed right now. So now that could change a lot over the next couple of months. But my, but I think Dave's point is ultimately this: just get in the tournament and see what happens. Mm. Yeah. This You're this not- notion this notion of we're trying to be competitive. We want to make it into the play, and we maybe could be good enough to be the eight. I can't even believe we're having these conversations. Um, yeah, well, this is where, there are, where they are, bro. I know, but they got the best player of the last 20 years. Right, and you said it, 20 years. He's in year 20. He's really in like year like 24. Right, if you count the playoff years, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, that is uh, the 6 o'clock reset. Cappy, now in three minutes or less, tell us how you oh, completely omitted telling us you're going to this thing tomorrow where you know no one. Yeah, so um, all four of my children... <laughs> are with their mother in Boston. I'm by myself. And, um, you know, I had a lot of nice invitations, George. I'm a in-demand kind of guy, apparently. And, um, you know, Rachel's like, I, listen, you know, my aunt's coming in from Canada. My other aunt lives in Orange County. My mom's coming. You know, all these cousins. And, and I'm like, yeah, well, am I not invited? Like, I, I, is that, like, not a natural thing? Do I have to go do my own thing here? She's like, no, but I didn't want to ask you to come. I feel like you got other things you could be doing. And I'm like, hey, I'm your boyfriend. My kids are all away. I've never met most of these people. You know, I obviously know her mom and her dad, kids. I, I don't know all these other people. I go, you know, you're going to be talking about these people forever. You remember my aunt from Canada? She came in for, for Thanksgiving. You remember my cousin? You met him that time at Thanksgiving. If I don't go to things like this, I'm never going to know any of these people. Right. So I feel, George... Like I am um, volunteering mm-hmm. to go and be a supportive uh, partner. All right. I mean, what do you think about this? Do you think this is a good idea or a bad idea? I mean, it's a good idea in theory, right? But in practicality, it could be disastrous. Not because of anything you do, but just because you can just be there and it could be one of those situations that would be like, whoa, yeah, these people. So Have then I, I, I show up. Jeff, like any any of the people that are going to be there? I think I may have met the aunt one time. I mean, clearly they're ki- her kids. Do her kids even, like, acknowledge you? Whose kids? Her kids. Rachel's kids? Are they going to be there? We we have told them that they're coming, yeah. Okay. And I got to help with that whole thing, too, you know, because if she if she's a mom by herself dealing with two boys. I'm like, here's what you need to do. You need to tell them tomorrow we're picking them up at 10, 15 in the morning. When in reality, we're picking them up at 11. But you need to tell them, hey, you're ready at 10, 15. You're dressed. You're yeah. looking good. You're looking sharp. You're ready to yeah. go. Yeah. I hope they don't listen to the show. They probably don't. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, because you're telling me that I, I gave away the whole secret of, you know, be ready at ten fifteen when I mean eleven. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, George, are, are you going to a place where you know everybody? Is are you going to a yeah. tight knit family? I mean, for the most part, you know. I mean, I, I, there, I would say that easily seventy five percent of the people I know. Um, now, 
I would say of that 75%, probably more, uh, probably about three quarters of them are people I only see during the holidays. So there's that. I'd say but I yeah, know I generally about... know there's always new people, but like, you know, for the most part, there are people that I already know. I, I know between 10 and 15% of the people tomorrow. Mm. The rest of them? Just mm. here, all you need to do and for me. And you're going to be baked? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, that's the least, and, bro. And uh, all you need to do is sit me in front of a TV, put a bunch of food around me. Yeah. And, and then football. I can hold court. Yeah, yeah, then I can hold court. Right. Are, they, are you the, like, you know, is there like sports fans there? They're going to ask oh, you like yeah. sports questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There'd be oh, a lot yeah. of sports fans there, people yeah. who are listeners, people who, you know, know the show. Right. You know, knew, <laughs> knew the show long before I was, before they knew me. You know, they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You're dating that guy? <laughs> guy. Freaking guy. You hear the stuff he says on the radio? But can't wait, believe, Captain, can't the believe the you're going out with that guy. Is, do they go crazy for you when you come, come hang out with them the way that Clinton Yates's people go crazy for him? <laughs> How funny was that? <laughs> oh my I God. was dying. My mic was down, but I was dying. I was just like, oh, man, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's like I show up. It's like Michael Jackson just walked in the room. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Thriller. I may even wear my red leather jacket tomorrow with all the zippers. You should. Yeah. From the beat it video. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. You may want to beat it after uh, not knowing anybody there. (laughs) (laughs) We need to beat it and get the hell out of here. Uh, Uh, Actually, knowing Cappy, he'd rather eat it just like his parody. Oh, yeah. Like Weird Al. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Lindsay. You are you are dad joking out. (laughs) She is. All right. Picks against the spread, Cappy. Michael did a good thing for me last week. Um, by the way, I'm so much better at this cover five thing than what we've been doing on this show. I'm like the 18th best like performer all season long on this cover five app that we're doing. I've done and, a terrible job on cover five. Oh my God. I never it's like go. the opposite for me. I got to do it, the, I got to get back into it. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll do picks against the spread five games. We'll hit it up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) It's a good song, though. It is a great song. But it's not my favorite Miley Cyrus song, though. Oh, it's mine. No. This is my favorite song from her. Or when she yeah. covers Jolene. I like Malibu. I like that song. Malibu Tay. No. It's a great I song. People's ears, though. But you got to understand, Party in the USA. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? It's overrated. Yeah. That's a great song. This is such a good song. Party, Party in the USA is like. It's like, eh. What do you mean, yeah? Eh? It's like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like, yeah. It's like, yeah. 
No, it's like eh. No, not near. Yeah. Eh. It's not even yeah. I said eh. No, right. Yeah, it's, it's not actually nye. in the middle. Like it's even not worse. No, yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's eh. Definitely not, not a Nashville a party. Uh. I'm making moves. It's a good song. It's a good, good song. It is a good song. I like Malibu is my favorite song for her, but I, it's a good song. I love Miley Cyrus. I do too. I can't yeah, believe I, she's 30. That makes me feel so old. Really? Oh my God, I know. I used to watch Hannah Montana. It's so sad. I feel Great old. show, great show. Would I rather date Jennifer Aniston, who's my age? Mm-hmm. Never. Would I rather date Miley Cyrus, who's that's 20 gross. years younger? Yeah, Why is that's it gross? Weird. That's gross. Why? She's like, you're just gross. I don't know. It's nasty. 50 and 30 is not gross in dating. I think it is. Uh, yeah, no. Only because you like got to know her when she was a preteen. Like that's when she came to realize. You were like a you know? grown up. Like your kids you know probably I mean? watched her on TV. I watch Hannah Montana all the time. I love that exactly. show. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're like her dad, bro. That's weird. <laughs> her dad, who was Billy Ray Cyrus, also a big fan of his. Don't tell wait, my wait, heart. Wait, wait, wait. Billy Ray Cyrus. Heart. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus is Hannah Montana's you dad. You didn't know that? You, come on. Come on, Cappy. I know you. I don't even believe that. All right, I'm joking. You, you, yeah, you I was like, you, nobody buys right, that I'm one. I mean, the way the way Lindsay identified him, though, you know, it's like her dad, comma Billy Ray Cyrus, comma. I just wanted an excuse to sing that song because it's a great song. So, by the way, Beto says you overplayed your hand, Cappy. Which one? He says that uh, you could have watched football all day. Now you're doing it with non-relatives. You overplayed your hand. Oh, hashtag, yeah, he's right. Hashtag Cappy giving. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. I thought to myself, I'm like, do I want to sit home by myself and watch football? Okay, yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah. Do I want to go visit friends tomorrow? That certainly sounds like a good thing to do. Or do I want to be a good partner in this relationship and say, look, my kids are all not here. So I've got the freedom and flexibility to do this. Let me go with you to your family. I think you were being tested and that you chose the correct path. Oh, you did definitely choose the right adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. she was testing you. Oh, you think you this is say. a test? Yeah, because yeah. if you... If a test of the emergency been... boyfriend system. Yes, exactly. that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm about to pass this mofo. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you that right now. Good job, Cappy. Wow. Um, all right, picks against the spread. Hit the music. There you know, it is. You know one thing, though, George? What just that? occurred to me? Hmm. I think Rachel's uncle and cousin are both season ticket holders for the Chargers. Oh, no. Uh-oh. It just occurred to me. Uh-oh, and you're the president of Uh-oh. the Charger Hater Club. Right. You should I'm wear gonna, that T-shirt. I'm going to bring cards for them tomorrow, the Charger Hater Club cards. Uh-oh. And I'm going to ask them if they want to sign them and put them in their wallet. Uh oh. That's the end of that relationship. Boy, I, just, I just thought about that. Mm-hmm. A couple of Charger fans. Mm-hmm. A couple of Spanos supporters. Mm-hmm. Maybe Beto's right. Maybe I should sit home and watch, watch games. Yeah. Wrong. Uh, all right. First game we've got Giants at Cowboys tomorrow. Thanksgiving. Big spread. Dallas, 10 point favorite. Cappy, where are you going? I'm going to take the Giants here. I know they're coming off a loss against Detroit, and that's why this spread is so big, because Dallas annihilated Minnesota. But for some reason, division game, I'm going to take the Giants to cover. Not overly confident. I'll give it my two. Hmm, interesting. Um, I'm going to go the other way. I actually think it's going to be around the number. 
Um, so I don't feel great about it either, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm going to also, I'm going to go the other way on it. I'm going to say Cowboys and that's my two Linz, What do you got? And by the way, for those who don't know what the hell we're doing, we pick against the spread five games and we assign a confidence vote to it. Five, the game we're most confident in one, the game we're least confident in and so on and so forth in between. Go ahead, Linz. I'm going to go giants to cover. And that's my three. Okay. Laura. I am going to do giants and that's my two. Okay, fair enough. Next game, we've got the Patriots at the Vikings. Um, is that where they're at? Are they playing in Minnesota? That is the. I, oh, uh, there is play. Are playing in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, it's you know it's a dome, so it's a it's the night game tomorrow night. Right. So interesting. All right, Cappy, where are you going? I'm gonna take Minnesota to recover after getting just shellacked. Two words: shut and lacked last week against the Cowboys. Take the Vikings to recover. I'm pretty confident in this one. I'm going to make it my four. Interesting. Interesting. I'm actually going to go with the Patriots on this one. The Patriots look pretty damn good, their defense, the last several weeks. Uh, I think their defense is for real. And I think Minnesota has just kind of now been exposed a little bit. So while I think Minnesota could still win the game, I think the Patriots not only can win the game, but will definitely keep it close in my estimation. So much so that I'm going to give it my five. Wow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Go ahead, Linz. I don't know why, but Kirk Cousins seems to be really good all of a sudden. Yeah, but not so in primetime games. Hey, Vey, what yeah, that's oh, the other that's thing. True. That's the other thing you got going against you there. But, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to stick with my original gut here, and I'm going to go... Vikings, but I'll make that my one. Okay, fair enough. Laura? I'm going to go with a one as well, but I am picking the Patriots. All right, fair enough. Chargers at Cardinals. I feel like I know where Cappy's going. The Chargers are three-point favorites in this one. Cap, where are you headed? Cardinals are terrible. They are. But the Chargers are so mediocre. They are. All right, just because I love to do this, I'll take the Cardinals. I'll make it my three. Okay. Cappy, I'm kind of with you on this one. I think the Cardinals bounce back. Um, they've played terribly at home. You can't keep playing this terribly at home. And I think because they got drubbed in this last game, it's an easy bounce back. The Chargers, they kind of tend to, it feels like to me, and you would know best, they kind of spiral after the heartbreak games. Mm. Um, so I'm going to take the Cardinals in this one, plus the three points at home. I love a home dog. And uh, I'm going to make that my four. I'm going to go Chargers because I feel like I just don't see them losing to Arizona after how bad they looked last week, but I'm going to make that my two. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, and that's my four. Okay. Raiders Did you at say the Cardinals? Seahawks. Yes, I did because I don't want to really pick either one, but I, I had really to pick like one. the way you pronounce the I in Cardinals. <laughs> Very nice. Yep. I was like, I'm like I don't I really like care eliminate the I. I can't say Cardinals. <laughs> no, you actually I. enunciate the I. Very nicely done, Laura. Uh, okay, yeah. Four. Cardinals. <laughs> All right, next I've got uh, Raiders at Seahawks. Seahawks three-and-a-half-point favorites. That hook is kind of worrying me there. But uh, the Seahawks at home played well. Um, the Raiders are coming off a, a, a win against the Broncos in exciting fashion in overtime. I don't feel like anything they do is sustainable. I'm going to go with the Seahawks on this one, Cappy, even though I don't love the hook, and that's my three. Actually, yeah. take that back, because I don't love the hook. That's my one. 
So I only have my one and my five left. I'm saving yeah. my five, but this is my one. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks, and I'm going to make this real simple analysis. It comes down to which coach do you believe in, Pete Carroll or Josh McDaniels. I'll take the Seahawks. All right, Linz. Well, I'm going to go with what Cappy said. Uh, it was two days ago. The Raiders are back. So I'm going to pick the Raiders, and that's my four. Okay, nice. Cool. No, I'm going with the Seahawks. That's my three. Okay. And then lastly, Rams at Chiefs. Chiefs are 15 and – are they really 15-and-a-half-point yeah. favorites? That was Holy about 3 mother o'clock. of God. Um, that's a lot. It's yeah, the but, first but time the Rams have Super nobody. Bowl, the, it's the first time that a Super Bowl defending champ has been more than a 14-point wow. underdog. The Rams wow. have literally wow. nobody. nobody. Yeah. So you know what? The Chiefs are going to blow them out of the water. It yep. is like the, <laughs> I'm going to take the Chiefs, and that's my three, even though that number is humongous. Yep. I'm also taking the Chiefs at home, outdoors, on a natural surface against a Rams team that is done. And I have questions about whether or not Sean McVay is the right coach to rebuild oh. this team. Whoa. Wow. Wow. That's a wow. Wow. I have a lot of questions. Does Sean McVay have what it takes to rebuild this team, and is he the right guy to rebuild a team? We can get to that later on. I'm going to take or the Chiefs. Or maybe next week or something. Yeah, yeah. right. That's what, when I say later on, it could be <laughs> later on, beyond today. Yeah, um, today. I'm taking the Chiefs. It's my five. Wow. Uh, by the way, I liked how you threw a natural surface in there. Who are you, Kevin Harlan? I mean, <laughs> that's right. That's right. They're playing, playing on, the on a natural surface. That's right. <laughs> Lynn. It's a chest high pass. Yeah, I'm going uh, same as Cappy. Save the Chiefs for my five uh, on purpose. Uh, Laura. I really, on, really, Laura. really want to say it. Chiefs five. No, do it. Make it the Rams Laura, don't five. do it. But don't you know what? Five. You know don't what? I'm tanking anyways, and I'll tank with my team. It's a big Rams number. Five. It's a big number. I'm taking Man, the Rams back five. Backdoor cover. You never yeah. know. I'm going to do Rams five, baby. I mean, I got you know, zero the other day, so it's like, how bad can I really do this hey, week? You know what I'm saying? You want to know something, Laura? The Chiefs have a tendency to uh, play down at times. Yeah. Seriously. They have this yeah. tendency to just sort of show up and think we're the Chiefs, we're supposed to win, and yeah. the Rams might I mean, give it some effort, and the Chiefs might not be uh, The Rams are terrible, focused. let's be real. But I'm going to yes. stick with my team and say yep, Rams they are 5. They are, right. they are Fair horrible. enough. All right, coming up next, get a little World Cup action. We got a big preview coming up, and don't forget Dave Denholm, and the uh, World Cup show is coming up right after us. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks, Christopher. Hey, I lied. Sorry, we're not doing the World Cup thing. We'll do that next segment. But let's do Big Deal or No Deal. Go ahead, Linz. You take it away. Thanks, Sedano. 
All right, guys, so the NFLPA has filed a grievance claiming that the NFL and its teams have colluded against its players' pursuit of fully guaranteed deals. The union claims that the teams plan to prevent the use of fully guaranteed contracts for, quote, certain quarterbacks in light of Deshaun Watson's five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed deal with the Browns. The NFLPA contends that owners agreed not to give out large-scale fully guaranteed deals at this past August meetings for the owners. Is this lawsuit a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I'll say it's a big deal. Um, I totally believe it. I mean, right? I mean, if you're the owners, you're like, God, this guy in Cleveland giving this kid, Deshaun Watson, $250 million guaranteed with all of his off-the-field troubles, they're going to guarantee this guy the money? Yeah, they guaranteed him the money because they wanted to get him. Nobody else really wanted to do that. And the owners are all pissed now at the Cleveland ownership because that's what all the quarterbacks now want. In fact, expect. And I certainly think that the owners colluded to say, guys, we're not doing that. Uh, Yeah, I I think these guys all have conversations for sure. Um, I don't think there's any, if you had to ask me, like they'd never admit it. And I don't blame them for not admitting it because then there'd be a big problem on their hands. But we saw this in baseball a couple of years ago where the players association accused the owners of, of, of doing stuff like that as well. And if I had to guess, yeah, all that stuff happens. Do you think, though, Cap, as far as the lawsuit goes, that, like, there's going to be... Because I agree with you, because they specifically name, like, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. Um, do you think that this lawsuit is going to have any weight? Like, do you think anything's going to happen or come nope. of it? Nope. 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 Why not? Shouldn't it? They have a case. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys right now. I mean, just as my crystal ball, you guys may see it differently. I don't think the NFL is going to get into what baseball's into, which is guaranteed contracts. I don't see it. Okay. All right. So I, I think it, eventually we'll get there with quarterbacks, if I had to guess. Yeah, and, and even though like the outcome of the lawsuit may not be that they have to fully guarantee contracts, can't something be done if this you know they, this goes to court and they find that they did indeed collude? Oh yeah, if they did collude, they're in big trouble. Yes, if they if there's some sort of, and I don't think they're dumb enough to have any like actual evidence of this. Um, although, I, don't know. I, don't uh, know. <laughs> I mean, there have been plenty of reports over the last year or two that have shown us that perhaps they are. Yeah. Um, that, I, but considering all that has transpired, <laughs> I would imagine that there are, there might not be any more. Um, but you know, whatever. But I, I just think quarterbacks eventually that that's the place will be, and they because they're already treated in a lot different way than every other player. Yeah. All right, so a new study suggests that Aaron Rodgers' off-season adventures are having lingering effects that could be affecting his performance on the field. According to a new study of 10,000 people who experimented with ayahuasca, more than half said that they experienced negative mental health effects. Furthermore, more than half of the group said that said mental effects stuck with them for weeks or months. So in light of Aaron Rodgers' struggles this season, is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Yeah, look, I, I, I didn't think, I mean, I've kind of made it a, a joke about it, like, uh, consistently, but I do also feel like there is some validity to it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think it was probably the best thing for him to do while he's still an active player. Um, for, a, you, know, I, you know, I'm not some sort of doctor, but my guess is that probably doesn't help. Uh, matters, you know, in regards to his own health, uh, mentally, uh, emotionally, um, perhaps even physically. So, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think uh, I, I. So I'm buying it. I guess yes, I do think it's a big deal. 
I don't think it's a big deal at all. And um, I know you guys saw the report earlier today where Aaron Rodgers confirms to the media that he's been playing for about the last five weeks or so with a broken thumb. Is that an excuse for poor performance? Perhaps. Does he have a legitimate broken thumb? Perhaps. Did the ayahuasca impact him and that's why he's having a bad year? I suppose we could say perhaps. Or maybe it's Devontae Adams now playing for the Raiders, which has really impacted Aaron Rodgers. Shall we all together, perhaps? I would just say if you take a hallucinogen, it's probably not great for you if you're going to have to use your brain in a really big way. And when you're a quarterback, you do. I just think that I'm not saying dismissing any of the things you just said to be factual or even a big part of the the conversation. But I, I don't want to. I personally don't minimize the ayahuasca part of it. So. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who would say just the opposite, and that maybe he needed to clear his brain, but yeah, who knows? Right. I know everybody I know. that I've ever talked to that's done it is like, dude, this is the greatest thing that ever happened in my life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are they all playing professional football? No, in fact, none of them are. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably why. But one guy is doing surgery. Yeah, okay. That's Heart crazy. surgery. That's hella nope. crazy. On I'm astronauts. Be- I am big believer. a big believer in, wait, you're saying he's performing surgery? He's a doctor. Oh, you just said he's doing surgery, so I didn't know if you meant like he was the one getting surgery, and I was like, that's not really like an enlightenment. I said he's performing surgery on astronauts, which is an exaggeration, which is to say he's he's a pretty well-known doctor. Is it Dr. Clapper? It's not. No. It's not, but that's a good guess. Very solid guess. I'm well, as a matter of fact. How are you? (laughs) Hey, yeah, I'm a big believer. I, yeah, I, in, I mean, that's fine. I mean, listen, in, in to the each their own, but it's not, yeah. not just because one doctor does it doesn't mean, that's I mean, crazy. listen, I don't want to go down this path. Also, everybody open reacts Open up a can of worms that, right. that I don't want to go down, to be well, honest with you. I, I met someone yesterday that's doing a retreat for that, and like the prep work that she's doing before she does the ayahuasca is nuts. Like, no sex, no drinking, no carbs, no this, no that for like three weeks. Yeah, you're I'm supposed out. to fast for like a week beforehand. It's crazy. Too. I'm like, I'm what out. the hell? Hell I'm yeah, out. she said no sex. I'm like, bro, bye. No. Yeah. Oh, for me, it was the carbs. <laughs> I was like, screw that. <laughs> Cap's <laughs> more worried about the food. Right. I'm like, yo, what about them Hawaiian rolls? <laughs> well, I mean, he said tomorrow. 15 minutes. I could see why. Like, that's sad. You know, ain't nobody going to miss that. Really? So, how, what, what, do, what would you say your average session goes? What, what do you I think? Mean, Cap. <laughs> That's like a little TMI. I mean, is it? I mean, just, yeah. it's just a perspective. You offered the 15 minutes. We didn't right. ask, bro. But I know, but it's just a perspective. I mean, if you tell me that the average session lasts two hours, I'd be like, oh, you're right. I mean, I'm 15 minutes. What's wrong with me? But if you told me it was 18 minutes, I I'd be like. If you really want to know, Cap, listen to an old podcast of mine. Oh, oh there yeah. you go. Listen oh, to Late Night with yeah. Laura. There you yeah. go. No, hell yeah. That. Send me the link. Next one, Lindsay. All right, last one here. So a Chinese man recently completed a 26.2-mile marathon in under three and a half hours, all while chain-smoking cigarettes along the way. (laughs) The 50-year-old runner that goes by the name Uncle Chen took part in a marathon about 10 days ago in China, and he was seen lighting up and puffing down on smoke throughout the whole event. Even more impressively, he finished the race with an incredible time. He crossed the finish line in three hours and 28 minutes, which is more than an hour under your average time for a 50-year-old male runner. Is the fact that this man accomplished this feat a big deal or no deal? Cappy, you go first. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a massive deal. It may be the biggest deal of anything you've ever brought to big deal or no deal. How can you run a marathon at a you know 730 pace or whatever it was while chain smoking cigarettes i mean just the cotton mouth alone 
let alone the bad breath. The bad breath. Yeah, big deal. It's ridiculous. Probably not, I mean, I guess healthy, but not healthy at the same time. I don't know. Who cares? I mean, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Well, next Cappy, time, next time, eat Big Macs the entire way. Let's see what happens. Cappy, yeah. according to something we talked about recently on either a Radio Tinder, Big Deal or No Deal, he is actually, theoretically, he's healthier than somebody that were to run a marathon while smoking weed. So there you go. Maybe that's proof right there. I don't know, but that day that you told everybody that weed is worse than cigarettes? I didn't tell everybody. I mean, I did say that, but it was based on research or studies that I was you know, I just don't shoot the messenger on that. Yeah, well, the, the circle of trust was not happy about that. Well, um, I also think that, you know, you're how many studies were you talking about in that situation? I mean, it was like a cap asked and it was a scientific paper that was published at a very large, credible source. I don't remember what it was, but, you know, these things right. are all. But one scientific paper is not, you know, I right. mean, I think, look, the reality is it's called practicing medicine for a reason. I'm just here to present the information and get people's opinion on it. That's all. Yeah, I mean, the study was done at Marlboro University, but it's a fine institution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's a real place, too. It is. Yeah, it's it a is. real school. Yeah. Uh, all right, that is big deal or no deal. Got a hell of a football team, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Uh, each and every day at uh, 630 adjacent. So, all right. World Cup, Cappy. Are you in? Really? Who, who are you talking to, Jackface? Ah, that's what I want to hear. We'll do yeah. it next. Shout, hit the post. Lay it all out. These are the things that you do without. Come, Come on. on. I'm talking to you. Come, Come on. on. Not to be confused with Shaman. No, Shaman's a whole different deal. Yeah. Shout. Let it all out. You like Tears for Fears? How about this? How about you like everything? Everybody likes to rule the world. What's the name of that? Song? Is that the name of the song? Everybody wants, wants to rule the world. I don't want to rule the world. I don't. I mean, if you that. had your choice, would you? No, it seems mm -mm. like a big undertaking. This world's crazy <laughs> enough. <laughs> it really is, no, especially now. Right? I got no. documentaries to watch. What are you right. kidding me? Exactly. I have yeah. knowledge to absorb. Got a lot of Netflix I got to catch up on. Oh, this is the weekend, though, that I watch, um, especially late at night, that I watch a ton of, like, movies or documentaries and things like that. I'm going to watch the Shaq one on HBO. Nice. Yeah, what's yeah. the deal with this Shaq one? I, I heard about this a little bit. I think Ramona and Clinton were talking about it earlier. What's well, saw, the deal? I saw it yesterday on TNT. They were promoting uh -huh. it that it's on HBO Max. Uh -huh. um, it's just Shaq, you know, and, like, his history. Growing, just Diesel? You know, just just Diesel doing his thing? Yeah. I he love is an Shaquille interesting guy. Oh, my God. I love Shaquille O'Neal. Love him. Yeah. yeah. By the way, there is a good documentary I watched the other day on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember back in, like, the 90s when Pepsi had, like, the catalog where you could, like, save up Pepsi points and, like, send them in to get stuff like T-shirts and sunglasses? Yes. So they did that, and one of the prizes on the commercial was a jet, like a fighter jet. And there's this documentary about this guy who actually saved up enough points to get the fighter jet, mm -hmm. and then how he tried to sue them because they wouldn't give it to him because they said oh, it was just a man. joke. Mm -hmm. It's Funny. really, it's very, it's interesting. It's fascinating, as Cappy would say. Fascinating. Actually, George today dropped a fascinating and an interesting all within the same segment. It was during the Blake Harris interview. Wow. He said, um, Blake said something, and both of us were kind of like, okay, whatever. And George was like, hmm, oh, interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was like a way to keep things going. It was nice, George. It was a good use of interesting. 
Yeah. You know, I, like I, I want to make you feel comfortable, too. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, I'm in. This is the weekend to do that. Uh, by the way, the Godfather will also be on somewhere. There'll be a marathon somewhere, I'm sure. It's Thanksgiving weekend. so yeah, I'm hoping I could finish the last two episodes of uh, Legacy on Hulu. Yeah, no, you're not. I mean, we're past that at this point. Like, nobody No, cares. I realize that, but I've been told that just the last two episodes... Just jump on the shack already. Don't Dude, worry about seriously, it. Seriously, yeah. just move on. You didn't finish yeah. Ted Lasso. You don't finish that. You don't finish a lot of things. Yeah, we no get one cares it. anymore. They're not talking about the Lakers documentary. 15 minutes, know. you know. But I did hear that <laughs> the last two episodes, though, were about, like, the family, and you get to hear more about the family dynamics and dysfunction Well, there is a big reveal uh, yeah. in, in episode 10, so there is that, but, oh, you know. Yeah. All right, well, I haven't gotten there yet, so thanks for not yeah. spoiling it for me. Yeah. <laughs> tell you this right now uh george uh, tomorrow a lot of football then this weekend a lot of college football but i will yeah. say this sporting event of the weekend for me friday usa versus england yeah. in the world cup that's the number one thing that i know i will sit down for and say i'm watching this in its entirety see i'm gonna go i'm gonna be watching a ton of world cup so first of all tomorrow the guy we talked about earlier cristiano ronaldo uh, and Portugal is going to take on Ghana. Great match, all right? Brazil and Serbia should be another good one uh, following that one. Um, I'm not going to be up early enough to watch Uruguay and South Korea at 5 a.m., though. That's not happening. Nor Switzerland really? and Cameroon. Really? Oh, I thought you were a big South Korea fan. My bad. Uh, definitely not 5 a.m., bro. You know what I mean? So. Guess you're not that big of a fan of the South Korean yeah, I mean, if it was the U.S. at 5 a.m. or even Mexico, I would watch. Um, hell, even Brazil, I would watch at 5 a.m., but not uh, Uruguay and South Korea. No, sorry. That's unfortunate. Um, and then Friday, it's perfect, Cappy. 11 a.m. Friday, you know, you could be watching like, I don't know, whatever random college football game is on, but you'll be watching that, which is great. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited for tomorrow. I, I never really get to watch as much football as I want to. I For so many years... I spent my Thanksgivings in Dallas, in Jerry World, broadcasting those games literally every year. And my family would be like, wait, you're going to Dallas again? Like, yeah, it's a big tradition. You know, me and Tony Baselli hang out together at a Whataburger after the game. It's great. Yeah. 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 Um, but Friday, think about it. Mm -hmm. Friday college football. I mean, your girl, your your daughter's school is playing at 9 a.m. on ABC, though. Yeah, you got Tulane against Cincinnati. I only so know I, that. Do you that, now, do you support your daughter's school like that and watch their games? I, or no? I've become a Tulane fan. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've got Just these curious. friends. They're both their kids go to TCU, and they're TCU crazy. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm not like Tulane crazy, but I'm getting right. into it. It's okay, a good game. Good. Uh, so World Cup, and then so and then the rest of the weekend. There's also great matches in the World Cup, and nothing to me. Uh, I mean, Saturday. I know college football Saturday is also going to be a thing, but Saturday, and I'm sure in Lauda's family, this will be a big deal. Except with Lauda, because she doesn't really like soccer that much. Um, it's World Cup, though. You know, it's different. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. You support your squad. You know, you Argentina, Mexico. That has huge ramifications, mm -hmm. obviously. They're having like a bagel watch party here in LA Live. Wait, there's a bagel watch party for the Mexican team? Bagel. Big ol. Oh, like big grande. Oh, oh, like I, thought, bagel. I, thought you were, I thought we were going to have like everything bagels and locks and cream cheese and nah, capers bro, and everything. Use, nah. All for the Mexico. I was thinking, wow, that's kind of an interesting combination. Bagels for the Mexico. Va a haber una fiesta muy grande. That's sí, what I try to ah, say. Ah, big ol. With the a, like a watch party. I think Estrella Jalisco is putting it on. I was like, yeah, dang, no, I missed no out on that. Bro. I'll tell you this, though, George, as much as the World Cup is going to take center stage, uh, yeah. USC-Notre Dame yeah. on Saturday afternoon, Yeah, that is going to be... Look, I'm not, saying it's going to be, I'm not saying it's going to be a great game because I think USC mops the field with these guys. Mops the field. Right, but they got to win. There, there can be no letdown for you USC. Know, Notre Dame's defense is pretty good. 
But I do think USC can can beat them for sure. Yeah. Like, so, I think they win. But, you know, Notre Dame's defense not not bad. And really need Oregon earlier in the day to beat Oregon State. Yeah, for sure. Um, but also World Cup, if you're interested in the World Cup, Cappy, mm, on yeah. Sunday, which I know you definitely won't watch. No, it'll be um, NFL football Sunday. Spain and Germany. Like, you're talking about two powerhouses on Sunday. Yeah, but Sunday, Germany just got upset by, by Japan. Right, but they're a powerhouse, and they're so Spain. Traditional powerhouse, perhaps. I don't know about this team. <laughs> Seriously, have you seen have you seen some of the guys on this particular German team? They're usually big and tall. That's usually where they. How good oh, they you are. haven't scouted Germany? <laughs> how they got this they guy? Are, Tom- they are they are very good though. The German national team. They got I this guy Thomas. This particular team. I only no, caught the second half of the Japan game. No, so. This this guy Thomas Steitgart. This guy. He is an unbelievable player, but they don't have enough around Stuttgart. Thomas. I believe it's Stuttgart. I don't know. I just made the guy's name up. I have no idea. I'm not really <laughs> sure. Purely made Kathy. his name up on the spot. <laughs> I love the honesty, though, man. Love the honesty. <laughs> is it German, his name? Yeah. Then it's Stuttgart. That's what he said. Stuttgart. I like how George is going to correct my pronunciation. No, you got it all wrong here, pal. It's kind of probably Stuttgart is my guess. Yeah. It's Stuttgart. That's how you yeah. say it. There's a Nico Schlotterback, though. Oh, now Nico. He's a baller. He really he's is. He's a baller? He is a baller. It really, he's a defender. Yeah, he's a baller. That's what they call it in soccer, George, when you're on the, when you're on the defense. A they call it a baller. baller. Right. Uh. Call it a baller. This guy. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. Friday, you got the USA against England. And yeah. then it won't be until Tuesday of next week, yeah. USA versus Iran. Yes. And I can't wait for the Iron Sheik to tweet all over the place. Poor USA, Iran, number one jabroni. Yeah. And Mexico, you mentioned this Argentina game, and then next week it'll be against Saudi Arabia. So I'm into the World Cup from a U.S.-Mexico standpoint. I'm in. Yeah. There you go. No, there. listen, there's a lot of good matchups. There, the 11 o'clock matchup in the World Cup is always kind of the premier matchup. In, I've noticed, obviously, in this particular World Cup based on the time change. So um, if you got that 11 o'clock slot, uh, Mexico-Argentina, England and the U.S., uh, Germany and, uh, and España, you know, good stuff. That's the Espana, time. España beat the ever-living you-know-what out of Costa Rica 7 nothing. It's like, si, guys, si call the cero. dogs off, will you? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's five nothing. We're not coming back. I don't think you have to shoot the ball anymore, guys. It's nah, just pass you it. Know you, but this is the thing. You get the subs in. They get they get a little run. You know what I'm saying? Just pass the ball, fellas. Just pass the ball. It's not, yeah. Let's not take any shots. We don't need to embarrass these Costa Ricans. I mean, listen, there, it, goal differential does matter at some point. If you have, like, ties and stuff. That's Lay it on, guys. Decipher. Lay it on. Need to score more goals, guys. Right. So there you go. You know, like, that's, that's kind of how it has to work. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, they, um, there's going to be some good matchups, Cappy. Oh, hey, did you know, did you know, George, that there's a kid, uh, Laura, you should tell this story real quick before we get out of here. There's a kid from right here in our backyard that is on the U.S. men's national team. Did you know this? Did I know? Yes. I heard, I, Laura told me earlier, actually. But Laura, tell us who he is. He's from, uh, well, he's from Pico Rivera. So literally. You know, it's not far from here, from LA, downtown LA. Capi, the high school. Pico Rivera. Yeah. It's not bad. No, usually not I'll terrible. anglicize it and I'll just say, he's from Pico Rivera. Yeah, but you did well. <laughs> I, I did. Look, Cappy, I appreciate you, you doing it in the authentic way. 
Pico Rivera. Yes, sí. Pico Rivera, Muy El bien. Rancho High School. So he's from El Rancho High School. His name El is Cristian Roldan. So shout out to him. Man, yeah. center stage, LA kid, let's go. Yeah. Let's have him go. I mean, go Mexico too, you know, I'm just saying, but USA can be there too. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Uh, we're done, Cappy. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody else out there. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Be safe. All right. Great job, Lindsay and Laura, as well. Happy Thanksgiving. Drive safely. Eat a lot. Um, and I don't know. Don't do what Cappy's doing, which is, you know, getting high around a bunch of strangers. That's not going to work out <laughs> well for you. All right. See ya. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.